walk with Christ so that the Holy Spirit is constantly sanctifying us and molding us and shaping us more to love like Christ loves his church. All right, point number three is, is a challenge for both husbands and wives. All right, first, my challenge for wives that are here or listening. The instruction from Paul is clear, and it is grounded in the creation account before sin entered creation. So the structure of the headship and the submission in the family is good, and it's pleasing to God, and it is designed that way to bless you and to bless your marriage and to bless your family. God does not want you to become a doormat for your husband to walk all over, which is what some feel like when they are told they have to submit. That's not what God is creating here. But he also doesn't want you to be a thorn in your husband's side until he does what you want. That's not what God is creating here and intending either. It's not easy to submit to someone else. Like, I don't like submitting my will to anyone else. But there are times when it is what is best for you or best for your family. So, ladies, here's my challenge to you. Continue to read Scripture daily. Continue to pray without ceasing. And ask God to show you how to encourage and submit, how to encourage your husband and submit to him. Because you will not regret obeying God's command. Continue to read scripture daily. Continue to pray without ceasing. And ask God to show you what it looks like in every situation. Each situation might be different. Because, let's be honest, sometimes we need to be challenged. As husbands, we need to be challenged by our wife. Um, we need to be sharpened. We need to be held accountable. So ask God to show you how to encourage your husband and in every situation what it looks like to submit to him and his spiritual leadership. All right, my challenge to husbands in here. Your instruction from Paul is also clear and it's grounded in the creation account before sin entered creation. Just as Eve was created to be a helper to Adam and God's command and God commanded them both to subdue the earth and care for it, your wife is your equal. She is your partner to work together in ministry. She's not there just to boss around. She's there to work by your side to help you to be faithful in this life, to encourage you to spur you on to good works. Your leadership role is actually one of empowering her to excel as she follows your lead in the ministry of your family. And you're called to love her as Christ loves his church. 
And when we look at Christ's love for his church, Christ came as a servant. So the ironic thing is that women are called to submit or to serve out of love for her Lord and out of love for her husband. And the husband is called to love Christ and to love his wife, demonstrated by empowering her and serving her and sacrificing for her. They're just kind of in reverse order. So husbands, you need to be praying that God would show you how to do this, how to love in this way, empowering her as she is your partner in ministry, specifically the ministry of your family, serving her as Christ served the church, and sacrificing for her as Christ gave the ultimate sacrifice for the church. The submission of the wife to the husband's leadership is reflective of her submission to Christ. If she will not be submissive to her husband, chances are she will not be submissive to Christ. And the world sees that. I see that all the time. The love the husband shows his wife is reflective of his love for Christ. So if he's not loving his wife in a selfless and sacrificial manner, if he's not empowering her or serving her, chances are he's not loving Christ in a sacrificial manner or loving him with a servant's heart. And I see that all the time as well. And the world sees that also. So our relationship and how we fulfill those roles is actually an image that we are projecting to the culture and your, your marriage is supposed to be a structure that, that, imi- that reflects the glory of the Trinity. So if we are not submitting to those roles, if we're not fulfilling those roles, if we're not playing that part the way that God designed it to be and intended for our marriages to be, then we are giving the world an inappropriate and inaccurate picture of the Trinity. When I was young and single... A wiser person than I told me that um, in his experience, when a husband is actively pursuing Christ and really, like, with all of his heart trying to love his wife, he, has, he found that it was much easier for the wife to willingly and joyously submit to his leadership. And I would then add to that now that I am, you know, that was when I was probably 22, So, 22 years later, I've had some life experience. I would add to that that when the wife willingly and joyously submits to her husband's leadership, it's much easier for him to love her as Christ demonstrated his love. So, it's like this this, uh, cycle that feeds each other. Her, Her submission and encouragement to his leadership helps him and encourages him to love her, helps him to know what love looks like, because he's seeing your love for him that's reflecting Christ's love. And then as he loves you and um, as he loves the, his wife and empowers her and serves her and sacrifices for her, that encourages her to be willing and to joyfully submit to his leadership. And so it's the cycle that feeds each other. But if that seems 
because much of our culture can't comprehend that. Much of our culture won't comprehend it. They just don't want to hear it. If that seems too difficult or impossible for us, or if that seems like something that we don't want to do, then we need to remember, we just need to remember this one thing, that Christ was simultaneously equal with the Father and submissive to the Father. He was, at the same time, equal and submissive. All right, let me wrap up by saying this. Do you remember this one from the beginning? Every morning I like to remind my wife who's in charge by holding a mirror up to her face. Um, the only way someone can look in the mirror and see the one who's in charge of the family or whatever it is the only way someone can do that is if both husband and wife look into the mirror and together are reflecting the image of God in their marriage. Because Christ has to be preeminent in a marriage for it to be healthy and joy-filled. And for both husband and wife to experience the full blessing that God intended when he designed marriage. And if you make Christ preeminent in your marriage, it looks like wives submitting to their husbands because it is fitting in the Lord. That's what Paul says. This is what is, this is, what is pleasing to the Lord. This is what God meant for you. And it looks like husbands loving their wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her. Because that is the very heart of God to lay down his own life for our well-being. Let's pray. Father, we thank you so much that what could be a really difficult uh, command, what could be a difficult thing to, to accept um, I, I'm thankful that you demonstrated. You demonstrated the the submission of the Trinity to a hierarchy of authority, even though all three parts are equal, all three persons are equal, all three persons um, are God. Yet there is this willingness and this joy in submitting to. Uh, this, this structure of authority. And you also demonstrated how a husband is to love his wife because Christ came and gave the ultimate sacrifice. But before he laid down his life, he came and he served. He let go of glory and he came and became like us. And then he served us. He didn't come and lorded over us that he was God in the flesh and, and expect special treatment and, um, and treat us in a condescending manner. He came and served us. With, for those who walked with him, he washed their feet. That was, a, that was a servant's job. He taught them to be humble 
and to place other people above their own, their, the needs and the desires of other people above their own. And he demonstrated that himself. And then he gave the ultimate and he died in our place. And so I'm so thankful that this isn't just a command that we have to, like, we have to accept and, and figure out in our finite mind how it makes any sense or how it's good for anyone or any of that stuff. We're we able to look at you and see that you have demonstrated it. So I pray that our desire to please you and our desire to fulfill what you intended for marriage would be much stronger than our desire for our own uh, pride or our own glory or our own um, um, what we think is best for us that we would rather submit to the thing that you have designed and intended because that is where the full measure of blessing comes. So next time we're tempted to not love our wives the way the church or the next time we're tempted to not submit to spiritual leadership um, as Christ submitted his will to, to the Father, to you, Father, um, I just pray that you would remind us of this and change our heart and change our thinking and line it up with yours in Jesus' name. Amen.